You're listening to Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with me, Melissa Gonzalez. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with your host, me, Melissa Gonzalez. Today, we have an exciting guest, Ashley Burkle. Ashley is a senior manager of retail at Impinge who's focused on enabling retailers, developing partners, and cultivating the retail IoT market. An advocate for retail transformation, Ashley leverages her background in consumer products, enterprise services, and commerce economics to enable retailers' digital evolution. Within PIN, she helps businesses and people analyze, optimize, and innovate by wirelessly connecting billions of everyday things, such as apparel, through a platform that she uses, Rain RFID, which we're going to learn more about. And prior to Impinge, Ashley sharpened her retail acumen for over a decade with Hewlett Packard and HPE in both products and services, including data analytics and security, supporting global customers, achieving enterprise optimization, and a lasting impact. She also has collaborated with large enterprise providers such as Deloitte, Cisco, and PTC. Ashley continues to focus on creating results for retailers and partners through today's uncertain and unpredictable environment. Ashley, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Melissa. I'm so excited to be here and and talk about retail with you today. So thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Well, I I scratched the surface a little bit of what you do at Impinge, but before we go in further, can you tell our audience a little bit about Impinge itself and what is Rain RFID? Absolutely. So Impinge is a provider of Rain RFID platform that delivers connectivity for everyday things. So we enable the development of IoT solutions through our platform, which includes endpoint ICs, reader chips, readers, and software. And at Impinge, our vision is boundless IoT, so connecting trillions of everyday items, such as apparel and other retail items, but also automobile parts, luggage, and shipments, and other industry items all connected to the cloud. So our platform has enabled connectivity for over 40 billion things to date. And I think we're just getting started. Okay. Well, I think we have a lot to cover. So tell us what is the difference between active and passive RFID? Because I think there's a lot of conversations around a particular avenue with an RFID. And I would like to just make sure we're having a a comprehensive lens as we dive into the conversation. No, it's a great question to start with. There's actually several types of RFID and Impinge focuses on RAIN RFID, which is a passive RFID. So an active RFID tags have their own transmitter and power source. So usually the power source is a battery and you typically see active tags on larger items like rail cars. But in passive RFID system, the readers, uh, the reader and reader antennas send a radio signal to the tag and the RFID tag then uses the transmitted signal to power on and reflect that energy back to the reader. So there's no batteries required. They're cheaper, smaller, and easier to manufacture than active tags. And so in our industry and in Pinge's focus um, is passive UHF RFID, also known as RAIN RFID, which is how I'll refer to it um, today. 
So RAIN RFID is a type of RFID that can scan up to a thousand items per second at a far distance, either up close or up to 30 feet or so. Um, it needs no batteries and it lasts indefinitely. So you can see why it's the preferred RFID for retailers. Um, and so RAIN RFID is really a technology that is so well suited for retail because it drives visibility, automation and accuracy uh, through operations, whether it's in the supply chain or in the store. Um, and you can use RAIN RFID on items and be able to scan them without line of sight. So if you think about how retailers typically do a cycle count today, uh, they have to find the barcode of each item and scan it. But with RAIN RFID inside the, the typical tags that a retailer would put on an item, they don't need line of sight. They don't need to see each item and each tag. They can scan thousands of items in seconds. Um, so it's a low-cost wireless digital barcode is kind of a way you can think about it. Okay. So when you, you bring up the barcode, and I'm glad you did that because you mentioned the ability to scan thousands per second, but really you're providing item-level detail. So what does item-level data enable for retailers, brands and retailers? I could really spend the rest of our conversation talking about this. <laughs> um, but so it's it's a great question. And... What I think about is in, when an item is RAIN RFID tagged, it's basically now a smart device. So it's delivering real-time data about that item, including location, authentication, and a unique identifier um, to that item. So really that data, again, is, is giving the retailer an opportunity to gain insights at multiple touch points across the entire value chain from manufacturer out to the store to the shopper and sometimes back in for returns. So I, I call it the gift that keeps on giving. Um, but today, if we think about how retailers are starting their RAIN RFID journey, it's really around inventory management and gaining that accuracy and the visibility um, into all of their inventory. It's a really startling data point, in my opinion, but most retailers have about a 65% accuracy of their item level inventory, which is way too low if you think about what retailers are being tasked with, uh, with omni-channel and flexible fulfillment. When you adopt RAIN RFID for your inventory, you can take that item level accuracy up to over 99%. So now if you have that accuracy and that visibility of every single item, where it is in your stores or in your supply chain, you can gain some control over that inventory that retailers haven't had before. And that control allows for operational efficiencies. It allows for automation um, and so many other use cases, um, including what we're seeing today around flexible fulfillment that retailers um, didn't have a good handle on before. Well, I'm glad you segued into flexible fulfillment because it's definitely something I want to dig into you know, where you, you are really helping empower the accuracy within the supply chain. And, you know, if we talk about, we've seen the growth with, with, with BOPIS and curbside and everything, but if you really dig into what makes it a great experience, it's the accuracy of the inventory so that you could provide same day delivery, sometimes within two hours of delivery. And that visibility is key to that. So as we see this massive shift happening, what role are you 
playing as a company in empowering brands and retailers to really meet customers where they need to be met? I think that retailers were truly tested when COVID hit. Um, we know it was a massive, unexpected disruption, and they had to literally change their operations overnight. The trends that we were already seeing around Omnichannel were definitely accelerated. And um, shoppers who had never tried curbside or Bopis uh, started trying to use those different channels. We also saw stores having to shut down for, for periods of time, which meant inventory was stuck in those stores. All of these disruptions caused retailers to have to, again, change their operation overnight. And what we saw was that retailers who invested in their digital transformation had a clear advantage over those who were struggling with their legacy systems to try to make this new flexible model work. And really during a time where their shoppers were in their most vulnerable state they could be. So in regards to Impinge and basically in regards to Rain RFID overall, retailers who had a fundamental understanding about their inventory and could maintain that understanding with real-time input and data um, from Rain RFID cycle counts, again, were at a major advantage to be able to change their operations, efficiently uh, fulfill uh, different channels that were required, um, and really bring to the customer what they were looking for and what they needed. So I think, again, what we saw was that retailers who had invested in the ability to understand their inventory were at a much greater advantage and starting point. And that's just going to continue on even as stores reopen. And as we enter the holiday season, there's a precision about retail that needs to uh, come online, so to say, and retailers need to be able to accurately have a view of their entire supply chain, what's in their store and farther up into manufacturing. So it's been really great to, as a pinch and from a Rain RFID perspective to be able to see how retailers can be flexible and really leverage their technology investment to serve their customers at this point in time in an unprecedented point in time um, and stay alive in a really competitive and hard environment. No, absolutely. Um, well, could you share with us some of um, a couple of best in class examples um, of brands that you worked with that you think have really kind of been um, kind of leading as far as in the way they're thinking about it and executing and, and also any surprise learnings? Absolutely. And I think what's been great over the last several years that I've been with Impinge is seeing how retailers are starting to come forward, even in their earnings calls with the CEOs talking about how important Rain RFID is overall to their corporate strategy and to their ability um, to be successful in the industry. So that's been really exciting to see. What I can do is give some public examples of retailers who come forward with their ROI and with how important and mission critical Rain RFID is to um, their business. So a great example is Macy's. Um, Macy's was an early adopter of Rain RFID and they've come out publicly with a lot of great ROI stats. Um, a few of them being 
their markdowns decreased. So they were able to sell items at a higher price once they had a better understanding of their inventory and their inventory variance decreased. Their um, compliance on shelf increased. And so their out of compliance went down, which also saw a rise in full price sales. So the interconnectivity of what happens when you have compliance and inventory accuracy, um, as well as um, being able to fulfill orders uh, with Rain RFID uh, enabled merchandise because you know where it is and what you have. Uh, another great example is Lululemon. So they've had a great program and it's another great example of how uh, the technology has helped them through COVID. So um, early on in the shutdown, they actually came out and said that their previous investments in Rain RFID inventory tracking helped enable them to be flexible in their e-commerce fulfillment and to proactively manage inventory through a very indefinite and dramatic drop in consumer demand. And so a quote from their CEO is, our technology with the use of Rain RFID, we can access product at any point across our network, not just in DCs, but at our stores as well as ship from store. So it allows us to just regulate demand that we are seeing today online. And I think that's a really powerful statement because if, again, if we think about what COVID has done, it's changed how you can forecast. It's thrown every model out the window because there's, there's no year over year understanding of what's going to happen next. So that flexibility is really important. And the last example I'll give is around Nike. So Nike, Nike's newer to implementing Rain RFID, but in 2019, the CEO came out uh, and said that Rain RFID gives them the most complete view of inventory that they've ever had, and it's becoming the most precise tool in their arsenal to meet individual uh, consumer-specific needs at the exact right moment. And if we think about Nike as a brand and how important meeting um, their fanatic customers are, that's a huge statement for them to come out and come out and say. And again, when COVID hit, they were able to leverage the inventory visibility to take advantage of that demand they saw across their entire marketplace in order to, again, make sure they're meeting their customer needs, which are now disparate and different than it was before COVID. So I think what's been really great is to see how Rain RFID technology has helped retailers really navigate a really challenging time. In regards to the surprises, um, I think there's definitely a few that's come up. Not surprising is how absolutely important Rain RFID has been for flexible fulfillment for retailers as they navigate, some of which never had curbside before, but realized they had to fulfill curbside if they wanted to um, keep their, their customers and keep up demand. Another surprise had to do with agility. So again, as we talk about COVID, being able to change up your operations overnight and having the agility with Rain RFID, not only from an inventory perspective, but an automation perspective really helped retailers. And that goes back to 
the digital transformation that was invested in was an absolute advantage going into what we're seeing in retail during COVID, going into the holiday season, and I really think into the future. No, absolutely. Um, I love that you use the word agility because that's definitely been my mantra and my theme into 2021. So I want to come back to that. But just acknowledging, you know, those examples you said with Macy's and Nike, you know, Nike's been phenomenal, I think, in many aspects of just kind of being forward thinking. And to your point, the, the companies that were already proactively doing these explorations and kind of making, even if it was smaller investments before, um, into these integrations have definitely been those that have been best positioned. But I think Nike's just done such a great job from a holistic level um, of how they've been thinking of the digital transformation uh, for their brand. When it comes to agility, um, what is it? How does the onboarding look like? Like, what what does it look like when you you know a brand decides to partner with Impinge? How do you get them onboarded, and and then how does that best position them to be able to be agile, as you mentioned in today's environment? So. Impinge is a platform that works with multiple IoT and software providers in the market. So we partner when we go to market to bring best in class solutions to the market. So again, multiple partners out um, around the globe leverage the Impinge platform to bring RAIN RFID solutions to retailers. From an onboarding perspective, um, what usually happens is the first use case retailers look into is that inventory management to provide inventory accuracy and visibility. Uh, where it usually starts is tagging, right? So figuring out how and when and where they want to integrate Brain RFID tags into their inventory. And typically, we would recommend doing that at the point of manufacture, source tagging. And it's really easy actually to um, convert your typical process into RAIN RFID tagging um, because if you use stickers, if you use swing tickets, all of those can be made into RAIN RFID inlays. Um, and we're definitely seeing an increase in sewn-in labels. So the care label being the RAIN RFID tag. So the process typically starts with finding the right tag um, and what use cases you want to use that tag for, and then making a decision, tagging at the point of manufacture. And then at that point, you can start reading those tags at any point across your supply chain into your store and again, back into your store, into the value chain uh, at any transition point and really gaining the data at that point to better understand what's going on with your inventory, uh, again, accuracy and visibility. So that's where it typically starts. And then once that happens, uh, retailers start getting familiar with how to implement and leverage an RAIN RFID program, and then start scaling their use cases, which is definitely what we're seeing today. Um, RAIN RFID is a proven technology. It's been implemented for a very long time in retail. And what we see is retailers who see that ROI coming in from their inventory programs, they're thirsty for more. And what other business challenges can RAIN RFID solve? Because again, once an item is tagged, there's an endless amount of times you can read it and therefore an endless amount of insights and data you can gain. 
Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that leads to my next question is what do you see as the IoT opportunities in the market? How do you see brands and retailers getting the most out of, for example, RFID at checkout? I think checkout's going to be very important from a Rain RFID perspective. It's already been something that retailers who have Rain RFID programs have been working on and implementing. But if we think about what is likely the future of in-store shopping, we're going to see people who want a simplified, streamlined, and touch-free shopping experience. You know, health and safety, I think, is going to continue to play a big role in our shoppers and for the associates. So if we go back to talking about a you know digital barcode um, from Rain RFID's perspective, you can really create a touch-free, simple checkout opportunity by using Rain RFID rather than a barcode um, at, at the checkout. And so From an impinge perspective, we've definitely been working towards innovations that will help retailers implement that. Um, We recently launched our R700 reader, which has the best received sensitivity and edge processing to help bring um, that software and algorithms that are needed um, from a point of sale perspective. And we also launched our M700 endpoint IC, uh, which is our tag chip that has something called protected mode, which Protected mode makes a rain tag invisible to a rain reader. So once you check out, at checkout, you can make the tag invisible. The tag can leave the store without uh, setting off any alarms if you have uh, rain RFID at your checkout and your exit. But you can also bring it back into the store for returns and that tag can be used again. So Impinge has really been forward thinking around how do we innovate around the next IoT use cases. So I think checkout's going to become um, a big use case. As I just talked about, I think exit detection will continue to be a big use case. And it all comes down to smart sensors and really trying to use one sensor for multiple uh, different use cases. So that convergence of smart sensors. But we're also seeing opportunities at pretty much every transition point in the supply chain and in the store. So if we think about stores, um, we've got retailers who are using it from the back to front to identify every time replenishment happens, what's being replenished? Is it the right items being replenished? And is it being done in a timely manner or at the fitting room to better understand what items are being considered abandoned or actually purchased? So there's so many places uh, within the store and the supply chain that a RAIN RFID reader and tag can come together to bring data to multiple departments within a retailer. Well. That's a lot of, of different considerations, um, and I think it's great that we're kind of seeing this um, evolution of opportunities with RFID, um, because it's, it's definitely been, I think, on people's minds for years, and it's great to see kind of the use cases continuing to expand. Where do you see the future of RFID when it comes to tracking consumer behaviors? We've had so many, you know, conversations as we look at kind of the shrinking footprint of brick and mortar and the continued growth in e-commerce, is there a path to truly tracking in-store attribution? So I would say yes. And oddly, I think it's helped by COVID. 
So I think in the past, retailers have invested in different technologies to track shopper engagement and movement within the stores. Um, but many of those technologies require an action by the shopper. So they would have to download an app or engage with the, with the store somehow. And that was becoming a barrier. But now that shoppers are engaging more digitally, whether it's because of curbside, BOPIS, making uh, purchasing online easier, it's opened that door for retailers to be able to interact more seamlessly and digitally with the shopper. So I think we'll see more ability for retailers to do engagement and tracking consumer behavior. But I think it's also interesting because while it's important to focus on the consumer journey, and that's going to become even more of a priority as we see shopping trips be fewer and maybe farther between. So each trip is a really important journey for that shopper. So retailers need to take advantage of it. I think we also have an opportunity using Rain RFID to track that journey of the item. So being able to understand engagement at the item level, knowing what items were considered as we talked about in the fitting room, but also what items were maybe considered at an end cap display, being able to know something came off and went back in and then tie that to a purchase of the same considered item. So there's opportunity to connect that item journey and consideration with the shopper journey. Um, and I think there's a lot of IoT complementary opportunities. So if we think about tracking an item through Rain RFID and associating it with video, um, you can put together a full story. And again, all of that brings these synergies together for a better understanding of what the shopper experience can be and should be. No, absolutely. I think that there's so much to go and the possibilities of it. And that's, it's really exciting because I think if we could, if we could really figure out a way to track attribution, I think that it will just give so much freedom to the kinds of experiences that can be created in store because we'll really understand the value of that touch point in a different way and, and how it really has an impact in the, you know, looking at the customer journey from a more holistic lens. Absolutely. And I, and I think that again, as stores open up and the ROI of the stores become so much more important in this time and age, being able to pinpoint what the shopper journey should be and proactively know that is going to become a very valuable tool for retailers. Absolutely. Keep me posted on that one because I, <laughs> I'm watching that one closely. Um, well, so in a more holistic level, where, where do you see retail going? Where do you, I mean, the silver lining to me in all of this is in a lot of ways, retail is getting better. So where do you see it going in the next two years and five years? Yeah, I think again, we, we're going to see an accelerated investment in digital transformation and technology. And if nothing else, COVID has punctuated that as the right decision for retailers to make. And I think we'll see a couple of key transformations, one being automation across the supply chain and the store, and the other being store ROI. Um, so as we think about automation, you know, prior to COVID, we saw a lot of retailers trying to automate 
um, to save on customer or uh, employee labor costs um, and also to make the customer shopping a little bit easier. And I think that'll just accelerate as we need to cut costs in retail um, as well as keep our shoppers and our employees safe. And automation can do that in so many ways. We talked about, you know, self-checkout being automated. Um, Brain RFID also can play a role in uh, digital kiosks and being able to automate some of that sales engagement that a shopper might still need to understand um, if an item is in stock or what item they can purchase with this item was recommended, but not want to engage with an actual employee. So there's a lot of ways that automation in the store can help with what we're going to see COVID changes continue, as well as I think so many employees or associates in a store now are asked to be pick and pack experts. Um, and, and that can be something that automation can truly influence and make more efficient. And as, uh, you know, retailers are going to start really putting together KPIs around, um, curbside and BOPIS and ship from store, the automation part is going to be key from a cost and efficiency perspective. And then the supply chain, of course, has always had uh, a degree of automation, but I think we're going to see more dark warehouses. We're going to see more automation um, going up into the supply chain. And again, you know, Rain RFID is a great technology for that. From a store ROI perspective, um, I've been calling it real estate rationalization for a few years now, but I think the store is going to have to produce a different type of ROI. And we're already seeing retailers turn parts of their stores into fulfillment centers. We're seeing um, stores being used in a different way. I know when I go into a store, I can see how many people are in there picking and packing for curbside that aren't actual shoppers. So I think we're going to see um, a different setup for stores. I also think that the way... Um, stores are going to be stocked with inventory is going to be more precise to how they need to fulfill locally. Um, it's not just going to be take what is the seasonal inventory and based on the size of your store. So I think that store ROI and rationalization is going to become um, a very precise um, part of how retail goes to market. But I do think to your point that we're just going to get to see retail get better and better. And the shopper has always driven that, but I think technology is going to play such a huge role in that in the next two to five years. Absolutely. No, it's a, it's a lot to, to, to look forward to in that aspect. And um, I think you hit on so many things and so many possibilities, but um achievable ones. They're not pie in the sky. They're, they're pretty, they're pretty real to where I think the industry is going. So thank you for sharing those insights with us. Now, before we let you go today, I'll have to ask you a question. I've asked everybody in 2020 because we are not able to travel much, um, but that will change again. And you're calling in from Seattle. Yes. I am actually in Southern California. Oh, okay. Well, even better. Not that I don't love Seattle. Where in Southern California are you? Uh, I'm in Orange County. Oh, lovely. So, um, great. So we just opened a store there for a client. Um, some of my team has recently been able to fly there, but I have not. So tell me the next time I go, what are the three must visit or do things there? Oh, how fun. So obviously 
the beach. <laughs> um, there's some, some beautiful beaches. I would recommend Laguna Beach uh, for Orange County. Um, but you know what's the other great thing is that we definitely have a lot of hiking opportunities, which is something I love to do with my dogs um, every weekend when I can get a chance. Um, and then the mission in San Juan Capistrano. It's a great piece of history. And um, there's some, besides the mission, there's some beautiful uh, streets that have houses that are hundreds of years old, and they've really done a great job of preserving them. So definitely a place to check out if you're ever in Orange County. All right, great. I'm jotting it down to my growing list. I look forward. I have a lot of traveling to do with all these great tips I've gotten this year. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us today. Again, everybody, this was Ashley Burkle, Senior Manager of Retail at Impinge. Thank you for your insights um, and you know, kind of how you see the future of retail in regards to the possibilities with RAIN RFID. So thank you for sharing all of that with us today. Oh, thank you, Melissa, for having me.